Welcome back to Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. We're talking all things holiday travel. You know my soul. You know everything about me there's to know. You know my heart. How to make me stop and how to make me go. You should know. I love everything about you, don't you know. That I'm Jack Bill, I really, really like this song because, you know, this time of the year really is all about being thankful for, in particular, the people that are in your lives. And I think this segment is really a good time to also be thankful for the listeners that we have that have really supported us. Uh, This was a new travel show uh, here at WDUN, and we've had a lot of support and a lot of people who are listening to us and providing, you know, really a lot of good feedback for us. I guess that's very, very true. Not only do hopefully we can give them information, but again, they give us a lot of good information back, and that's what it should be, a constant feedback between the two. I agree. I agree. And we recently had a contest uh, for Aruba, and as part of the qualifying for the contest, we asked our listeners to provide some travel tips on the Facebook page. We got a lot of really, really great, great travel tips and we're very thankful for those because as you mentioned I mean it's really good feedback for us as well and some of them I was familiar with so it was good to see a reminder and then there were others that were new and it's really good to to see some new tips here and there so Doc Bill why don't we go over some of those uh, great travel tips now Pamela Barefoot that I think both of us know we, we both know her she had a great tip of never travel without a nightlight because they come in handy not only in bathrooms but at the hotel, but also at cruise ships as well, because it can be a little bit dark. Generator system can go out, which you've seen in some of the cruise ships recently, so it's good to have that light source to help you find what's going on. And also in an emergency, it can be quite helpful to have that. Exactly, exactly. So it could be a flashlight, or it could be some of those little portable night lights that you can carry that plug in, but also have batteries. Or an app on your cell phone. An app on your cell phone, absolutely. There are some of those as well. Now, Dan had a really good, um, his name is Dan Dietrich, had a really good tip. He said, take everything in your wallet and make a photo or a Xerox copy of it. That includes driver's license, your credit cards, and leave this with someone that you trust. And should you lose your wallet or your purse while traveling, then this can be faxed. So that it really kind of gets you a couple of steps ahead in getting those things replaced. And this is especially true if you're traveling internationally because it's more difficult getting those kind of things replaced. That's that's definitely true. Mm -hmm. And that was one of those ones that, yeah, you know, I was familiar with that. But, you know, it's good to have that reminder because I travel a lot. And a lot of times I just kind of go off and, you know, think everything is going to be okay. And it's when you get comfortable, it's when you have those kind of problems that come up. Now, Nicole uh, Howard Freeman came up with a really good one because packing is always a challenge, I think, for all of us because you want to pack enough that you, you know, have enough clothes that you don't have to worry about washing or, you know, not having all the things that you want there. So her suggestion or her tip is to roll your clothes in your luggage. This gives you a lot more space so you can bring items. Also roll two pairs of pants, two shirts, and underclothes in your carry-on and that way if your luggage is lost you still have two outfits that will hopefully last until your luggage is found now i don't know if you remember all those days when we've stood around waiting for my lost luggage to 
sort of be claimed or, you know, for it to arrive at the house. So I can definitely attest to this one. I didn't think about that, about, you know, a couple of uh, changes of clothes in the carry-on, but I like that idea. That's a good idea. It's a very good idea. Really, really like that. And what about Marie Moore, uh, Mohead Davis? What do you think of hers? I'm carrying a pair of socks or footies with you so you can slip them on when you're going to security. That's, that's excellent information to do, and some people, um, you know, I think uh, that's something that they might want to consider when they're going traveling, particularly through security services. Mm-hmm. And she further also suggested they're great then on the flight if you're a feet are chilly, especially if you're sitting by the door. Feet get really chilly by there, <laughs> right by the door. And Roseanne Frost, try to keep your clothes selection within the same color family to reduce the number of shoes you have to pack. Because they take up so much room. Now, I have to laugh about this one. And Joel, our producer, is laughing, too. So that must mean, Joel, that you have taken lots of shoes before. No, he's, he's saying no, but I don't know. I may have to ask BJ about that one. What makes that one a funny one for you? But I have to tell this story quickly. I went to a conference in San Francisco with my sister and my niece. And we had enough shoes between the three of us to really go halfway around the room. And we looked at all the shoes, and we were just like, you know, how on earth did this happen? There are so many shoes here, you know, here in the hotel room. But, you know, that can easily happen because, especially for ladies, you know, we have tons of shoes. And, okay, so, Joe, that's why you're laughing because it's a ladies thing. Okay, I got you now. I got you now. But, you know, we have to have, you know, the shoes to go with the sundress and the shoes to go with the jeans. So it's, you know, a very good tip, Roseanne. So thank you very much for that. Now we have another tip from Ali Merck. Uh, who says that we love to take in the experience of where we travel. So when at the beach, we find locals, shrimpers, and fishermen, and either cook the seafood over charcoals that we buy at the corner store, or we take the fresh gems back to the beach and have a feast right there on the beach. I like that idea. That sounds excellent. And that really makes me think of Sapelo, because places where you go that are on the coast, you can really do that. But not only coastal places, but really any place where you go, maybe if you're doing a vacation rental, you have that kitchen or kitchenette there, you know, take advantage of some of the local... Local, whether it's local seafood or up in the mountains, whether it's the fresh um, trout or the fresh vegetables, you need, you know, to take advantage of that and, you know, get yourself a nice, quick meal. Salads are very, very quick, and things can either be grilled or boiled. It doesn't take much time, just salt and pepper and a little bit of know-how. That's, that's a, re- a really, really good tip because um, I really enjoy trying, going to, like, the local restaurants... But it's also good to go to those farmer's markets, and there's so many of those that are popping up now that it's really, really easy to, you know, really try some of the local local uh, produce as well, not only just, you know, the restaurants, but also the produce as well. Now, there's another tip from Joshua. It says, use colorful bands on your luggage to easily identify your bags at luggage claim and speed up the process. You know, every time I buy a new bag, it seems like I just gravitate to that black bag. I don't know why, but maybe because it's just safe. You know, black one, you know, the dirt doesn't show or the right. rips and tears. Maybe that's why. So I, I really need to do this and put a colorful band because I am definitely the person who is kind of twisting in all different kinds of ways to see, is that my bag? Oh, no, no, that's not mine. Is that one mine? You know, so that colorful band would really help. So that's, that's a really good tip there. Now, you're listening to Travel Bags with Anita and Friends, and I'm here with Doc Bill with Sapelo Island Birdhouses, and we're talking all things travel holiday tips. So lots of great tips here, and we're now sharing your tips because we're so thankful for our listeners and for all of the feedback that you're giving us. So great tips here. So Hunter Key has another tip. He says, don't pack a full bag so that you have room for stuff to bring home. Now, as a shopper, I definitely think this is a good tip. It is, it is. Sometimes we... 
interested in taking so much stuff down there, but you know, a lot of times you want to bring some stuff back, and that's exactly. something that you, you need some space for that. Exactly. Now, I have to admit, here's another, you know, true confession here. I have had to buy a bag, you know, on a trip to bring stuff back, so I don't know. If that's, you know, I may have to get a, you know, I may have to get an edit on, on that, Joe. Can we take that out? Or we, He's saying, no, we're going to share that with the listeners. I had to buy a bag once. But he is holding up a gift that I recently brought him. So that's why I have to buy those bags, uh, Joe, to get all these things back. Now, a couple of other tips, too. Tracy said, try to only have carry-on bags. That's a good idea. But I just recently traveled on a very small plane where even your carry-ons didn't fit. So we had to check those right at the door, and they call that the concierge service, so a valet service. On It was on two different airlines, so one called it concierge, the other called it valet. So that can happen to you, even though small carry-on sizes. So a good tip for that, I'll just add something to this, is that I always carry like a little small maybe canvas bag or something with you so that if you do have to check your carry-on, that you can put those things like your camera or things that you wouldn't want to check right into those. And then the last one, keep toiletries packed and replenished at all times so that you're ready to throw them in your suitcase and go and you won't forget the toothpaste and you won't forget, you know, your lotion or things like that on your trip. So thank you guys for those tips. Those are great. They definitely are. Really, really good. And thank the audience for that. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, I want to do my top 10 travel tips by car. But tip number one, make sure you put some extra clothes and emergency items in your car. That includes a pair of gloves, weather-resistant pants or a coat, an old pair of boots, I say waterproof, blanket, jumper cables, a flashlight, some extra batteries, windshield scrapers, and snacks and water just in case you are stuck somewhere. Think about unforeseen challenges, especially in stormy weather. Slow down. Uh, because that's how a lot of accidents happen. Make sure you notice on bridges whether or not they are ice, and always look out for that black ice. Number six, some features of modern automobiles may not be so great. Things like cruise control. You certainly don't want it increasing in speed as you go up an icy hill. And also take a bag of kitty litter uh, for those times when you may run across spots that might be icy. And number eight, if you're stranded and have to stay in your car, make sure you Run your engine, but only with your window down. And find those local radio stations that keep you up to date on weather conditions. And number 10, when you park, make sure you park in an enclosed area. These are your tips. This has been Travel Bags with Anita and Friends on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant.